You're listening to the School of Sales podcast. This is the podcast for women who know that making money is essential to be able to do what they love. So let us help you learn to absolutely love it. Let's get started. Hey, we are closing up our final cohort of not only 2024, but also of the price and the capacity and the offer of School of Sales as it is. It will never be offered in this way after this cohort is closed up and it closes on Friday, October the 13th. And of course, I would get some questions, you know, that's how, that's how we do it around here. We are in conversation and then based on the conversations, it's like, oh, this is amazing content. If someone is thinking this, there's at least, you know, 50, 100, 200 more people thinking the same thing. And um, it's interesting because someone uh, on the webinar was like, when I think about conversations, I think about it being so time consuming and this is my evidence right here to show you that having sales skills and being in conversations is the opposite of time consuming because you cover so much ground when you're specific and thorough in your responses to the conversations that you're having. So on that note, I want to bring up a conversation that was, uh, that I am having right now. And literally I'm like, I just responded in a DM and I'm like, Oh, perfect. I'm going to come and do a podcast. Um, because this is so good. She's like, Hey, I've been following y'all for so long. This is the first message she's ever sent us. She said, has anyone gone through guide culture and not succeeded with the program? I'm genuinely asking because there's always that 1%. And I said, Hey, so like really good questions. Thank you so much for asking. Can you tell me, you know, what specifically is making you ask that question? And she said, you know, I see these wins. I see them come through. And my question is what's the catch. What's the catch? It almost seems too good to be true because all these people are getting wins and all these people are experiencing outrageous financial success with a training. How is that possible? And I said, well, what I, I can't like promise you anything, but what I can tell you is in the right hands, your results are limitless. The key is in the right hands. And the wins that you see on our enrollment page, if you were to click and just scroll and the wins that you see on Instagram and the wins that you see on the ads, you can bet that that our material landed in the hands of the right people. And the reason I know this is because, I mean, how can it be if everybody gets the same experience, everybody gets the same coaching, everybody gets the same training, how is it possible for some people to get results and some not to? And that's kind of what I want to talk about with you right now. I have three things that I think I would describe the right hands and what qualifies the right hands of the person that would succeed with school sales. The first like thought, and I'm going to talk about it in ways of thinking, because when you think about things in a specific way, that's exactly what you get. If you come into school of sales thinking, I'm going to look for ways how this won't work for me. I'm going to like try to prove this wrong because subconsciously that might be what be happening. She's like, she even said, I know I'm coming at this in a pessimistic way, but I can't help it. Like that's what my brain is doing. And that's totally normal. The human brain will look for ways to kind of keep you safe. And that's a way for that to happen. But if you come looking for ways to prove the theory wrong or to prove that sales skills aren't life, you that's exactly what will happen. If you come to prove that, man, I'm actually going to become the star student. I'm going to become the person that they post 
all the time there are waves. I'm going to become an example of what is possible when you have sales skills. If you come with that attitude, that's exactly what will happen. And so that's why I want to talk about like, hey, what is the perspective that you can have? What are the thoughts that you can have to become the right hands so that this works for you? The first is to believe and to have the thought, if it doesn't work for me, it's going to work on me. And both is a win. We talk a lot about how there's um, skill stacking or almost like skill chain links. And what I found, like you could, you could consider um, reading a chain link, right? Like obviously uh, we're not going to teach you how to read, but you already have that chain link. Um, experience is a chain link. How many sales conversations you've been in, how long you've been in your industry, how much um, training in your technical industry do you have? Like all of that is chain links, right? So some people come into school of sales with a lot more chain links and they're not really connected or some are connected and others aren't. And the sales skills is like really this banging chain link that pulls it all together. And others are like, oh, okay, this is a chain link that's necessary. It's going to work on me as I continue to get the other chain links and skill stack along the way. And what I have found in my experience is that just in entrepreneurship, it's like I have kind of slowly gathered all these chain links and I can feel them coming together. Like I can feel like I've taken um, trainings years ago that I felt like were not valuable but today they are more valuable than they've ever been than, than when I actually took them, you know, in the, in the past. And I think that that's a huge mindset to have is like, okay. And you can think about that as your content. You can think about that as your, your sales process, you, anything that's not working for you, it's working on you. And that is huge. That is valuable. That is critical. The only reason that becomes a problem is if you see as, uh, see like programs or coaches or, or people are responsible for getting you results, right? That's kind of the, the, where that's coming from. It's like, Oh, when I do this, it should work for me instead of, Oh, when I do this, I make it work because of me, right? Taking that full responsibility, taking that full ownership and really taking agency over those results. And that is a huge piece of the pie of becoming the person with the right hands. The second thought and perspective is uh, I'm willing to experience things to be a little bit hard and different. I should say different because different is hard. The brain loves for things to be predictable and uh, easy and to think the same thoughts and to do things the same way because it conserves energy. If you think about arcade days, literally we did not know when our next meal was coming. And so to save energy was the highest priority. Your brain burns the most amount of calories than anything else in your body, especially if you work it really hard. So that makes so much sense. Let me just keep my habits doing the same things, doing the same ways, thinking the same thoughts so that your energy can be conserved. And this really works well for you when your thoughts are getting you in the right place. But the way you're thinking right now is exactly the results that you're going to get. And I want to tell you how this has played out for me recently. So I'm currently on day 70 of 75 hard. Okay. I'm almost done. Finish on Sunday. 
And I was on my walk yesterday. 75 hard is a mental toughness challenge. Challenge. It's 75 days of a gallon of water, diet, no cheating, two workouts, uh, two 45-minute workouts, reading 10 pages a day, um, no alcohol, just a right and tight life, okay? And for the first um, good bit of 75 hard, it was so painful. Not because of the activities, like I was kind of used to the activities, but it was just the added level of attention that was needed. So when you're on a quote diet or you're eating a very certain way, you have to really think about it. Like you can't subconsciously just snack and I'll just eat this. So let me just throw this chicken nugget in my mouth real quick. Oh, it's no big deal. I'll find something on the way to work. I'll find something, you know, you, you can't think like that. You have to bring everything to to conscious this conscious level and evaluate it every day and that was so painful because it just felt like a lot of extra tabs open in my brain and I was on my walk yesterday and I had this huge realization I was like oh my gosh it's actually gonna be more painful to stop 75 hard than to just keep going I am in so much flow. My brain connections are just like boom, 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 boom. Like I know exactly what to do. I know exactly how I eat. I know exactly what to buy at the grocery store. I know exactly how much to cook. I know exactly when to pack the meals. I know exactly when I take my walks. I know exactly when I do my workouts. I know I just go. And it's because I brought it up to consciousness. I really focused on it. And then I brought it back down to subconscious. And I'm like, I think that this is like my life. Like, I think that this is who I am now and it's so much better. I'm so glad I went through that experience. I'm so glad I experienced that little bit of pain, that river of misery to get to this other side and to become this different person. And so the thing thing about communicating and talking is we've done it since we were two years old and we've always talked the same way. We've always like communicated the way we thought was best. So to bring things up into consciousness and to pay more attention to things that are usually on autopilot might be a little bit difficult and require a little bit of attention and energy. But when you're willing to do that, focus on it, rewire it, and then let it come back down to subconscious, you become a different person and it's better and it's easier and it's faster. And what's amazing about like the 75 heart experience is I just feel like I'm just such a fine-tuned machine. I've never had more energy. I've never thought more clearly. I've never been more creative. I mean, I used to crawl into bed at, you know, 7.30, just like right after the kids went to bed. I couldn't wait to go to sleep. Now I'm like, I'm going to sit in bed and journal. I'm going to sit in bed and keep reading. I've gone through like five, six books. Like I cannot stop and it feels so good. And I had to get on the other side of it, right? You have to go through that river in order to experience that person. So if you are willing to bring it up to consciousness, take a look and really reconsider, how am I communicating? How am I talking? Do I have the knowledge that I need? Am I coming off the way that I think that I'm coming off? Like really taking a look in the mirror, rewiring, bringing it back down, that is critical. Um, And when you do it, when you experience it, you come out on, on the other side a different person. And that's why we say you're unrecognizable. That is the true definition of becoming unrecognizable right there.
I think the third really important thought to have coming into school of sales is to say, um, there's no option B for me. I'm fully committed. Now, this is really powerful because I think a lot of you listening might be thinking, oh, I don't have an option B, right? Like, this is my business. This is what I do. But you kind of do. (laughs) Subconsciously, you do. You have an option B. And even coming into school of sales, sometimes people are like, I'm going to give it my all. But if it doesn't work, I'll just do things the way I've always done it. I'll be the same person I've always been if it doesn't work and that's good enough. And what I want you to know and believe is like, hey, this is who I am right now. This is how I communicate. This is the old, like Macy, this is the old, whatever your name is, right? And I am fully committed to going through that path of, of hey, this is going to be kind of hard. I'm calling it the river of misery. I'm, I'm willing to go through this river to become this next person. I'm committed to going through all the way. And the reason this is important is because Like, think about it. If you're going on a date with a guy and you know, I'm breaking up with him. Like next month, I'm breaking up with him. He's not the one. I'm not ready to break up with him now, but I'm going to break up with him. How are you going to act towards him on that date? You're going to be cold. You're going to be looking for things that are wrong with him to confirm your reasoning of why you want to break up with him. You're going to be like, yeah, he breathes so weird. See, he breathes so loud. Ew. He's definitely not somebody I want to be with. You're not going to laugh. You're not going to like understand his jokes. What you used to thought would be funny and amazing now is annoying. Y'all know what I'm talking about here. And so if you're not fully committed in the school of sales, you enroll and you're not like all in, you will look for ways to not be all in, which will result in you not being all in and getting the results, right? So if you can really get behind these three thoughts, which is it's either going to work for me or it's going to work on me. And both are a huge win. I'm willing to experience something different to become a different person, unrecognizable. And number three, I'm fully committed. I'm all in. Now, I think there's a huge difference between like believing and being committed because believing requires no risk and commitment does. And so that's why they feel a little bit different. You can believe in yourself, but not be committed to the result. And that's why this commitment is so awesome because it represents your like your commitment, right? When you invest and take a risk, you represent the commitment that you're giving. And that's huge. It's a beautiful thing and it's something that you should be proud of and excited about. So I hope that this was helpful. Helpful. This is the deadline. Like this is the last time and the last way that we offer school of sales in this capacity. The last time cohorts will be offered in this price. Like I'm telling you, when I say last call, I freaking mean it, okay? And this is really for you because you will wait for a deadline before you make a decision or before you complete a project. I In my life coach certification, I um, knew I wanted to finish before the end of the year. Last year, uh, I had a baby coming, you know, all this stuff. Literally, December 31st is when I, I got the email that was like, you're approved, you know, you certified or when I took my test, I guess I should say, and I got the, and I was like, wow, Macy, like I really proved the things that I talk about. When you give yourself a deadline, you will meet up right at that deadline. So this is for you. Like you get to look in the mirror and really ask, like, am I the right hands? Can I believe that this will either work for me or work on me? And both are amazing. Can I be willing? Am I willing to do and experience different things to become the next version of yourself? And am I fully committed? 
what a beautiful time to actually decide are you committed like fully and then you can actually put your energy in a direction and that's the thing about this deadline I'm like hey if you've been teeter-tottering I just want you to decide either way I want your decision to be all in in one way or all in in another way but the energy that you are expending straddling it's not worth it it's exhausting and I want you to decide so enroll get your seat let's do this let's end this with a bang and let's make you unrecognizable and get these skills on your side coming into the year of 2024 can't wait to see you in school of sales